We're in the middle of Parshas Vayera. What do you see? Vayera is all about seeing, visibility. What do I see in life? What is my what is my perception of reality? And am I stuck in the old old frequency of seeing things? Ain't it awful? It's so terrible. All the pain, all the struggle, all the suffering of Gullus. Or have I moved forward? Am I moving forward to seeing multiple realities going on at the same time? And, and stepping into this new role that seems to kind of being just uh, a little bit, um, not starting to quietly knock on our door, which is, um, we can sort of, um, sense that this new job is coming our way, which is finally stepping into being a light to the nations. They will come to us and say, teach me. Those who are on social media, um, have been doing that for quite a long time already. They're reaching out and teaching in a very powerful way. So this is beginning. And in order to be that leader, the light to the nations, that leader that you were created to be, requires that you have a visibility of a, a, a visibility of Hashem more than your students. You know, you're not you're not stuck thinking and feeling the same way as, as, as the rest of the world. But you have to be not only have a bunch of amazing information from Torah, but you have to be really stepping into and living that amazing information. So this takes us back to where we left off yesterday, a story, and this story has everything to do with us, a story of a little boy, four or five years old, would become the Rebbe Rashab, as we said. It's his birthday. It's, it's, it's Shabbos Parshas Vayera. And he goes to his data that's democratic, and we said, the idea of Das, we have to go to yesterday's recording, of, 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 of demanding something that's so internalized that it's not just information, not just info about from the Chumash, but this, what you're reading in the Chumash is not just something that you get a good mark on your test from, for, but you experience it. And of course, when we said that he begins to cry, and his, and his demand is, as a, as a Rebbe to be, as a, his demand as a tzaddik is, why does the Shem appear in the Parsha to Avram Avinu and not to us? Us obviously means every single Jew. So here's the answer. And, and this, is, this is a very, remember that this is a call to action. This is, we're talking about what we say the year about 1865. And, and, and this is the beginning of an era of, of, of a, a, sorry, three, a, a three generation era in which, in which we begin to move forward into Moshe Mashiach. And it's crucial that every Jew step into that leadership role. So that crying of a child to his data, to his grandfather, is a, it's not just a call to action. They are, in that conversation, they are activating realities and releasing and, and, and unleashing the potential of every Jew to want that. To want that with such emotion to the point of tears. To want it more than they want anything. And what kind of a Jew are they activating? Simple Jew who really isn't very sophisticated in the understanding of reality. 
He's four or five years old, a child, a childlike understanding. Now, we can say that no, no, you know, with due, all due respect to the scholars, um, that's basically our level in this generation. Relative, it says that the Torah that we learn in Yemaisa Mashiach, the Torah we learn now is kind of air compared to the Torah we'll learn in Yemaisa Mashiach. So even the greatest scholars now, but let's, let's take the, the majority of us. Our understanding of truth, of, of Hashem, of Tyra, of all of that at this point is, compared to what we will understand in Yemaisa Mashiach, quite elementary, quite childish, quite childlike, and quite childish. And not as solid as it could be, and not as deeply integrated as, as it could be, and, and quite childlike, let's just say. So on some level, this story is us. We are all that child. And what the Rebbe Rashab is activating with his Zayda, he's activating a process in which the neshama of every child, of every Jewish child and person, should long for seeing Hashem more than anything else. Should have a craving to the point of tears to see Hashem more than anything else. Nothing else will satisfy us. And we'll see later in the Sikh, it really is like that. The reason that people, you know, overeat so much and overdrink and over this and over that and all that other stuff is because they're not getting the nourishment that their soul is begging for. It's all of us. Even if we're learning a whole day, but das means you've integrated in such a deep way that it's deeply satisfying. And and the Rebbe Rashab activated that we would want more and more and more. So he's opening up, he's like turning on the discontent button <laughs> to every single Jew. You know, like, what, why, I can't take this anymore. Instead of, you know, okay, everything's good, yeah, I'm fine. How are you doing? Yeah, good, everything's good. But rather, no, it's not good. You see Hashem as... Is, is Hashem totally integrated? Do you, do you see Hashem the way you want? No. So then scream and cry. That's what he's activating in every single Jew. And he's doing it together with his Zeta, the Tzemachet, who represents the Indian of Das. So, and it's interesting that that um, his Zeta, the Tzemachet, how old was he when his mother, you know, when his mother, Rebetzin Devarle, you know, gave her life up. and Was he three, maybe? So, you know, you can imagine the Tzemach Tzedek, when he was four or five years old, he understands what that means as a four or five-year-old to have that level of crying, desperation, etc. You know, to really see Hashem. When you see Hashem, you know, then, then everything falls into place. Anyway, so what's the answer? This is this is a system that's created for us. The Rebbe Rishab is opening us all up to that deep crying demand. I want the Hashem. And then everything will change in the world. All the politics, all the economics, everything will change. When we start to see Hashem and make Hashem visible to everybody, that is the big difference in Yemais and Mashiach. Now we don't see Hashem, then we will. That's that's the, that's the that's the clincher. That's the thing that changes everything. So what does the Semach Tzedek say as a, I don't want to say methodology, 
What is what is the Temostatic answer? Because remember, these two Rebbeim are discussing and they're creating. Here's the demand. Here's what's your mission? I want every Jew to see to to long and cry to see Hashem. Good. How do we do do that? Okay. And here's the answer. The Temostatic says his data says when a Jew, a tzaddik, makes a decision at the age of 99 that he has to demal himself, he has to do a bris mila. then he said that Hashem should appear to him. Okay. What does that mean? That a person can be a tzaddik and he, you know, he really is a tzaddik. And he has accomplished so much as a tzaddik. He has come to the age of 99. And when he gets to that point, he makes a decision that he has to reinvent, 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 reinvent again. He has to start from the beginning. Where he's gotten to is good, but now he begins from, from square one. He has to start from the beginning. That he has to do a bris mila. Then he shifts, so to speak. Then, it, then Hashem can appear to him. He can see Hashem. Because he's gone through a process where he's ready to reinvent again and again and again. Though what he's not doing is saying, you know, after everything I accomplished in life, I think I deserve a little bit of a break and a vacation. He's doing the opposite. He's doing the opposite. That idea of, like, I worked so hard, now I deserve a vacation, I guess it's not a Jewish concept. doesn't matter if all the websites tell you, you know. It's not a Jewish concept. The vacation we get is by going deep within, which is a place that's very, very deeply satisfying, deeply pleasurable, deeply grounding. Now, that's a good vacation. The real vacation is not in Acapulco, because, you know, there are all the other problems. Then you come home, you say, oh, I wish I could go back there. <laughs> the real vacation is not that. It's different from, you know, take a break. Hafsaka, a hefsteak. There's a concept in terms of a hefsteak. You know, you're doing this, then you take a break, and you do something different, and then you go back to that. You're doing something holy, then you switch to something completely different holy. You're davening, and then at some point you stop davening. Or you're learning, and then at some point you take a break from your learning, and you switch to something totally different, which is davening, and there are different directions. One, you're pulling down, and then you take a break from that, and then you're lifting up, and all this other stuff, so you switch around different energies. But just like, okay, I did enough holy stuff, now, it's not a Jewish concept, it doesn't, it doesn't apply to us, it doesn't satisfy us. It doesn't satisfy us. So that idea is embedded here, where the Tzemeshavik is saying, be ready to reinvent constantly. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. At this at this point of at this point of accomplishment, be ready. Be ready to um, be ready to um, at this point of accomplishment. Just be ready to to um, unblock. Feel like I got to the, the I got to the apex. Now I unblock, and I start at square one on the new level, without feeling like, well, you know, who am I? Who am I? And then Hashem will appear to you. So there's obviously 
something in this process that makes you that vessel, that person who can um, experience Hashem in a very powerful way. So the fact is that this, but what if I'm not a Sadiq and I'm not 99 years old and I haven't accomplished that much in my life? But this, but according to, according to Lubavitcher, this story is saying the era of Havaya has to do with um, only a Jew who's a Tzaddik and 99 years old, etc. And the answer, first of all, we said yesterday that um, a, a, a Tzaddik is really a Tzaddik already when he's, he's, he's born. So one thing is, the Rebbe Rashab is not crying, it's not a personal, personal demand for himself, it's for all of us. But our question is, what does this have to do with me? Um, maybe not such a, you know, on that level. And the fact is that the, the, the nefesh keeps the godly soul, the appearance of Hashem really happens to every single yid at bris Mila and to girls, I don't know, I'm not sure when, at birth, naming, something like that. So Hashem is appearing to us. And maybe as we'll see tomorrow, um, Hashem is appearing to us, but there's a, but we don't necessarily see. So let's, let's, let's sum this up with saying the following. That from the minute that the Rebbe Rashad had this interaction in that year, whatever it was, eight, Tafresh, hey, something like that, 1865 or 66, something around that time. From the minute that this interaction happened, the world changed, and it's never gone back, and it will never go back. He activated that, he put that firecracker under under everybody, he activated the deep desire, he, he activated the soul of every single Jew to scream a little louder, to make its voice, its, its, its demands and its cries felt in everyday life. So all the dissatisfaction we feel like, ah, this food it doesn't satisfy me. And later on, the Sikhla Rebbe says, when, you know, you, you can see it with children when, you know, that experience of, of, I can't really bench because how can I say bachal to the savata? There's nothing satisfying. And you see that in the world. There's nothing that satisfies anybody. You don't see, how many people do you see that are deeply satisfied and deeply grounded? Not very many. Okay, those who are happy with their lot, fine. But you see a discontent. And you think that the discontent comes from the economic situation or the political situation. It's not coming from there. It's coming from this activated, activation process that, that, that the Rebbe Rashab and the Semachsetic did. That your neshama and its desire, your, your neshama has a desire only to see Hashem. Your body also has a desire only to see Hashem. But it's clouded up with a lot of other stuff. And Brismila puts the two together. Brismila is that this powerful, noisy, screaming, passionate, this, connection with Hashem that doesn't make any sense is engraved in the physical body of a Jew. So now, so that means that 
not only is Neshama wants only that and isn't satisfied by anything else, his actual physicality wants only that and isn't satisfied by anything else. And that's probably the reason for all the discontent of all the Jewish people and getting involved in all kinds of nonsensical things because there's a basic discontent. And the discontent is a good one. It's there for us to demand, I want to see Hashem like Avram Avinu does. And tomorrow we'll see how really that becomes possible. You know, just, just to make us crazy, no. How that becomes possible, what we need to do. And one of the answers is, of the Tzemach said it, be ready to reinvent and reinvent and reinvent and reinvent and know that Hashem is there with you. Don't get stuck in, you know, I accomplish this, I stay, I stay put. Be ready to constantly reinvent because you are, not only but because, but you are very soon going to be one of the leaders of the world who will be leading the world in that way of being there with Hashem and being flowing with Hashem and ready to reinvent and reinvent and reinvent and reinvent and love doing it. You know, so far we're kind of like, you know, older people like, don't bother me, I already did this, I don't want to try something new. So this seems to be a very powerful technique, a very powerful, I don't want to say technique, a very powerful hayra um, from Parshish Vayera. The last thing I'll say is, Vayera is all about Vayera loves Hashem. Hashem appeared to him. This is what it's all about. This is the week when, if you find yourself very discontented, now you're going to know why. Because <laughs> you want Hashem, because you want to see. Hashem is appearing to you and you want to see. <clears throat> and nothing will satisfy you until until that happens. So until tomorrow, <clears throat> excuse me, we should see Hashem openly in the base of Mizrash Shlishi. It says we went we went to the base of Mizrash to see and to be seen, and may we find ourselves immediately there, having somehow transformed, reinvented, and reinvent again and again and again, and love it, and feel how Hashem is just taking on this, us on this flowing journey constantly, and. All of this in the base of the Shishlishi, it should be immediately now.